Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. What's up? Welcome back. It's been a while, man. It has Welcome been a back. while. It's Ooh. been um, a month. Because you're a busy motherfucker. What happened? You're busy as shit. You know, Corona can't stop me. Corona Lachey. Right. Virus can't stop me. Has not stopped you. Has Jeez, not stopped me. Mean. Still been seeing the world. Still been living my best life. This guy was not jet skiing. Uh, zip lining. Zip lining. Water, white water rafting. In Costa Rica. Costa Rica. It's open. Um, it's beautiful. Was there anything like Jamaica as far as like with the, the precautions and stuff that they were doing? Oh, so, okay. Excellent question. Costa Rica, I think, um, has done a really good job. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because you have traveled in COVID. Um, and so, you know, uh, Costa Rica, great job. So, you know, the two biggest... Um, Tourists? You no, know, the two biggest... What do you want? What do you call it? Like things that like prevent. Well, I guess the the top two preventative measures oh, are the mask and social distancing, mask and washing your hands. Okay, yeah. So they're very strict on masks. Like you gotta wear a mask, and they built sinks everywhere. While well, in Costa Rica, yes. Oh, so wow. like when you, everywhere you go in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. there's like sinks or oh, sanitation. Yeah, okay, you're right. We do sanitation stations here. Yeah. For the most part. So they so they have like some. Um, What's yeah, that called? Alcohol. What's that called? <laughs> alcohol gel? Yeah. What the fuck is that called? Uh, hand sanitizer. <laughs> they have some hand sanitizer things, mm-hmm. but it's not... They have more, like, hand washing. Hand washing. Like, sinks, yeah. here is a sink. Like, literally, it's like, you're just walking, and there's, like, a sink, and a sink, and a sink. Do you have a thing on your watch? What? Like, when you wash your hands, your, your Apple Watch account down to 20 seconds? 20 seconds is a long time. Yeah, it's like, happy birthday. Or happy birthday, mm-hmm. yeah. But does this show up on yours? It does. You got to. It's a setting that you had to set it to. But like, yeah, it like as soon as I get in the house, it'd be like time to wash your hands. Uh huh. And then when I start washing my hands, it start counting down from twenty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty seconds is a long time. Um. But yeah, it was real. That was really. And you was there for how long? A week. A week. Mm hmm. Um. Good. And before that, you know, I was in New Orleans. Yeah. Mardi Gras, and then was it Mardi Gras? It was like, the start of Mardi Gras. Okay, but was there was no parade or anything, right? No. Okay. So Fat Tuesday was mm-hmm. la, uh, last Tuesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I was gonna say something. So we're in Lent season right Lent now. Season. What you giving up? How long is Lent again? Till Christmas Easter. Till Easter. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I said till Christmas. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta think about that one. Uh. Uh-uh. Maybe I give up sweets. What you lying? You eating gummy bears right now? Well, uh, we just talked about it now, so oh, I mean, you're right, you know, you're it's, right. it's at the point of um, notification. <laughs> 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 so after you eat these cupcakes that you bought, we gonna that's when we hold up. Okay. Um, what was you gonna say? What was you gonna say? So, oh my goodness. So we was. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Uh-huh. Did you realize that this week we was in Maldives? Yes. Because you know how I remember. 
my goddamn iPhone. Yeah, my iPhone too. <laughs> but what made me think about it was that, you know, when we were going from Atlanta to Paris. That's what popped up on my what, thing. Yeah, that's what popped up on my thing. It day. was your ass. Yeah. Well, it was, oh my gosh. It was, it was you, but it was us um, at BBQ's. Yes. Oh, because of oh, Big Me, uh, McMill's joint. Yes. Yeah. And you was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Do it. <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking about when that guy died on the plane, and I was just like, that was what we thought. Lord, he sure did die. COVID. He was he was like patient zero almost. He hockey was. Mm-hmm. He hockey was patient zero, and he had. Huh? Two years ago, I got that notification. Quit playing yeah. with me. I got that notification. I just saw that today. I just saw that today from uh, uh, this one. Mm, yeah, when we was petting the Tigers. Uh huh, when we was at the Tigers. Yes. Ugh, oh my gosh. So what, much has changed. First of all, what an amazing life. Like, just to reflect on, like, Thailand. First of all, can we just Maldives, talk about, like, people back back. right now are, like, so. They're like cutting us off. They're like these niggas. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right, right. Like a, a light flex, light flex. Um, nah. But yeah, like so much has changed. Mm-hmm. But also, like so much hasn't. Yeah. Like as much as things have changed, like. I mean, you are limited. Yeah, you are limited, though. Like of the options to travel. Like we still have to get to Seychelles some way, somehow. Yes. Um, so, of course, you all know that I am, like, so committed to still traveling. Mm-hmm. So, I have a list of places that are still um, open. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still actually a lot. It is? There's still actually a lot of places that are still open. Um, are these more, like, Caribbean or? Doing. South um, South America, kind of, Central America, or, like, Europe and um, Asia? I haven't seen too many people traveling to Europe and Asia. Okay, so the list of places I could run through them with you really quickly. So, Anguilla, Armenia, Aruba, Bahamas, Bangladesh, Barbados, Belize, Bermuda, Bolivia, Bosnia, Botswana, Brazil, Virgin Islands, Cambodia, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, mm-hmm. Ivory Coast, Dominica, Dominican Republic, Dubai, the Dutch Caribbean island, um, St. Martin, Sabah, Curaçao, Ecuador, Egypt, Ethiopia, Ghana, Grenada, Guatemala, Honduras, Ireland, Jamaica, Kenya, the Maldives just opened back up, Malta, Mexico, Morocco, Nambia, Nicaragua, North Macedonia, Panama, Peru, Rwanda, Senegal, Serbia, Seychelles, so check this out. This is a new one. This mm-hmm. is the new one. The Indian Oceans, these Indian Ocean islands still are open to the U.S., but there's one notable exception. All travelers, including U.S. citizens who have gotten both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine, mm. are allowed to enter. Wow. Two weeks need to pass from the time of your second dose. You must show proof of vaccination as well as negative COVID-19 PCR mm. test results no more than 72 hours before you travel. Man, that, that sucks, though, because not everybody is eligible to take the vaccine yet. So, mm. I mean, I get it, but... 
Working sucks. Then South Africa, um, South Korea, Sri Lanka, St. Kitts, St. Lucia, mm. St. Vincent, Tanzania, uh, Tunisia, Turkey, Turks and Caicos, Uganda, um, United Arab Emirates. I'm slow as shit. I just realized that shit's really in alphabetical order. Go ahead. Zambia. <laughs> mm-hmm. So those are the countries that are those are the countries that are open. Right. There's a lot of parameters. Um, yeah, like you need to have your test between 72 hours and 96 hours before. It needs to be negative. You know, to get back, to get back, no matter where you travel to get back in the U.S., you have to have your test. You have to have your test. So Mexico has done a fabulous job of making that, making getting that test really accessible. They do it on the resort or wherever you're saying. So most of the like big resorts in Mexico, like you could do it at the resort. Because, I mean, they're yeah. like, we don't want to make it, like, complicated. So, most of them just do it at the, um, at the, at the place. Costa Rica was pretty good as well. They had, um, a list of, like, 24 different places within mm-hmm. San Jose for you to get it. But they also had it in other places. And is it rapid also, or is it? Still yeah, so way? you can get the PCR test, which you get in twenty four hours, or you can get the antigen rapid test. Gotcha. So those are the two that the the US accepts. Right. You can't get the antibody test. Gotcha. Okay. That doesn't count. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Wow. So. So there are places that are open. There are some extra steps and planning that you have to do. But yeah, I'm super super excited about um. Super excited about where life is taking us. So I want to clear something up because I said something in a previous um, in a previous uh, a podcast, yeah, that somebody mentioned to me. They were like, "When you said that, like me, no me, oh, okay." Uh-huh. They told me they were like, "When you said that COVID has been a blessing, like you should probably like clear, clear that up." up. Uh, got you. And you know, my black ass, I doubled down on the statement. I was like, it has been a blessing mm-hmm. for me. It has. It has. So I was like, okay, I understand what you're saying that like COVID itself hasn't yeah. been, you know, there are definitely mm-hmm. people that have been impacted in like a negative, a, a negative way. I was like, however, comma, in all tragedies, there's, there's certainly a yeah. thing, that, a lesson to be learned, something good c- to come out of it. Like perspective, I think is super important. Everything that starts a rainbow. Uh, rainbow. Come on, yeah, I love it. But like, yes, very much so. Like in that way of thinking, I was like, my life has been impacted, as all of our lives have mm-hmm. been impacted by COVID nineteen. But personally, like, there has been like major blessings yeah. that are coming. I was like. Whether or not people have started businesses or not started businesses, and I'm not saying that that you had to have mm-hmm. started a business. Whether or not you've had to do certain things, like I'm not putting parameters around it. What I am saying is that for me personally, you were able to. Yeah. I was my life and the blessings were still able to flow. Right. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, that's. So I'm gonna say like, I just want to put that caveat that yes, we certainly understand that. No, that's major. It's been. Traumatic. Because we talked about that yesterday a little bit. Like, a lot of people have started to do investment. It was like, I can only imagine how many people who've never invested before who all of a sudden are investing. Like, you mm-hmm. can't go on social media and not hear somebody raving about their portfolio who didn't have a portfolio right. two years ago. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's small things that people have had to 
you know, start to think outside the box and figure out, you know, other ways to make income. People mm-hmm. have start businesses mm-hmm. as a result because their job was not longer it was cutting their hours right. or completely removed their position. So And I think it's I mean, also I, it. I think it's also like spurred us along. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a catalyst to so mm-hmm. many things. I think about like where we're at just even with the idea of teleworking. Yes. Teleworking has been around for a while. A long time. But people have been and businesses have been so Believing, yeah. About like, I need to see you very mm-hmm. micromanagey. And like now, yeah. everything, I'm like, there is not a single industry that has not teleworked ex- except grocery store workers right. and emergency personnel. That's much. it. Yeah. If Even then, doctors are doing more, you know, virtual diagnosis. I, and, I was okay. going to say, like, it's like emergency yeah. because now, like, you can't even go to the like go into a physical doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Like they prefer you to like let's have a telecall. Well, we right. could go review oh, history, <laughs> right? Like do those kind yeah. of things. So nah, no, that's been. I get it. No, I get it. Well, somebody would say, yeah, it, it makes sense to add a little bit more context behind yeah. it. But I think we don't disclose everything. That's another thing because yes. you know you were. Yes. You was juggling a lot of shit this whole yeah. COVID. Ooh. So, you know, still people, am. Yeah, you still are. So Ooh. people knew how much shit you were juggling. Yes. They would they would get the context behind what yes. they said. Because yes. you wouldn't have been able to do that if COVID yes. was not a thing. And the other thing is too, is like the blessings still or like whoo. Like a back to back to back piece. Like, oh my lord. Indeed. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I mean but I get it. I get it. I get it. Speaking of oh my lord, you I would just wanna talk about this for a second because one, I don't have a presence on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, like that. Like that, like that. You do a little bit better. But nigga, you put something up that took me back so hard that I doubled back to the post because it was so funny. And it was about um, my 3,000 pound life. <laughs> 600 pound life, nigga. <laughs> And it was so funny because how you detail like the arc of the show that is like the consistent arc right. of the show. It's, never, it's always the same. The exact same every single episode. And I was just cracking up, one, because we watch it together, right. but also because when you put it in that way, <laughs> it's just like this nigga is not lying. <laughs> No lies told. No lies. There were not, and not a single oh lie goodness. was told. So the thing that just really sent me to the next level. So one, I'm just going to like read the post mm-hmm. so people can really fully understand. So the post says, I am convinced every person on my 3,000 pound life must treat that, must treat that meal they get on the car ride to Houston as their last meal. Because I swear, they get to the window and be talking about, give me the um number 78. First of all, when you said number 78, I'm pissing myself <laughs> at this point. And the intercom person be like, we only have meals like 1 through 12, ma'am. Because at that weight, they all sound alike. Mm-hmm. And then there's a travel companion that be like, yeah, they want all of them. <laughs> then the last meal would be like, Ain't that what I said with like a whole attitude, right? And I'm like, at this point, like the tears have formed <laughs> in my ducks and they're like, I'm trying to hold back. 
Then after they eat it, they go back to the monologue with a soft, I am reading from a paper voice. <laughs> Bitch! That right there sent me. That shit sent me. And the reason that it sent me is because I immediately, immediately went back to that last episode that we all watched together. And I wasn't looking at the screen. But I looked at the screen and I was like, that voice does not match that body. No, it never does. And her voice was like Tinkerbell ballerina. She was like, and I just want him to know that I love him. And I can't stop from eating. And I try so hard. When I tell you, it was at that moment that I had lost it. Oh, you make me cry, man. It is at that moment that I had lost it. And it was just so funny. And then I came back to the post because at the end, when you started talking about the travel companion Mm -hmm. and when Dr. (laughs) Now be in that office eating their ass up. Eating. They were trying to make make eye contact. And the travel companion be doing the motherfucking mannequin challenge. (laughs) Trying not to move or breathe. And then he's like, listen, nigga, somebody's feeding you. Somebody's feeding you. You're not feeding yourself. Except that one girl. Remember when he told that one girl and and she was like, oh, no, I cook. Oh, yeah, it's all over (laughs) here. Listen. It's just, it's sad and it's funny. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't mean to laugh at somebody's pain. But the thing that bothers me the most about the story, and I've said this before, Dr. Now is very consistent. Extremely consistent. About what you need to do, the method Mm -hmm. that you need to take to get there, and what that what the indicators are you are consuming and when he says this it's like insane to me you are consuming nine thousand calories a day i don't even know what one has to eat to get nine thousand calories whole plates of lasagna and then you gotta run it back with the cinnamon rolls and then you gotta wait for your friend to come home and bring you a whole carryout job of onion rings and fried shrimp and chicken it makes my stomach hurt and it's still like you're still eating nine thousand calories 9,000 calories is like an insane amount of calories. That is like four days worth of food. uh, Yeah. And then some in one day. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So he's so consistent. You watch the show. You've seen the show. They all know who he is. That's why they're on the show. So you know that he's going to tell you, you need to reduce your calories to about 1,200. It's always 1,200. It's like 1,200. You need to reduce your calories. He never has told anybody, we really want to see you like increase the amount that you're walking. We really want to see you like lift these three-pound dumbbells. First of all, that sent me to fucking... That sent me. (laughs) That makes you pissed you off. She was lifting those dumbbells. I was like, what is she doing? And then they always come up to like, I just want to show Dr. Now, like, how hard I work. I don't need my walker no more. I don't need my walker no more. Like, my thighs only rub, like, and smell like pork rinds instead of, like, Hard baby backs. Yes. <laughs> like, so crazy, right? And there is, like, this same story. And he's like, no, I need to just see you lose weight. Right. That's all I, I don't That's care about. That's it. 
muscle mass. I don't cover anything. I'm just, not doing that. Just want the scale. You can lose all muscle. I don't care. I just want you to lose this. And the thing is, weight. and I'm like, and he's very clear. He's like, this shows me mm-hmm. you that this. your eating is under control. We can't cut your belly in half and then you still are trying to eat 9,000 calories because this shit will explode. Right, you blow your staple, whatever he used. Right. So funny to me, and I just appreciate you for posting that and for making my day. It was on my spirit. It was on your spirit? It was on my spirit. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're going to do. So wait a minute. So, um, So since we're talking about. How big things are. Let's talk about like how small the world is, though. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yes. So this is all like really coming together. Yeah. That's so crazy. So yes, yeah, so we are like building businesses, like building connections and community, and really thinking about like within the uh, Jewish community, like the dollar within the Jewish mm-hmm. community. Absolutely. I think cycles like yeah. what 10, 12 times or something before it leaves. Um, but the black dollar, black dollar. Go everywhere, but yeah, um, it doesn't circulate very long. At and all. so, like thinking about like what we can do, and so, um, and believing in that, like there was this idea that came up, and then talking to one person, and then um, I had ha- had this idea, and then was talking to somebody about it, and then somebody else was there and was like, oh, like this is how the work that I do mm-hmm. fits into this idea and this this concept. Okay, well let's let's talk. Let's like work. how yeah. can this? How can we grow this? Um, and then that was just a few weeks ago and then like, uh, not a culminating moment, mm-hmm. but a culminating moment from that initial conversation happened yesterday where we all came together mm-hmm. and it was so random. So, um, Tiff is over and she's talking about like, this is my husband. This is his brother. This is brother. And I'm like, Oh, like right. he went to, he wants a TSU. Right. That's so crazy. Tennessee State. Yeah, Tennessee State. Um, and I'm like, oh, I know somebody who went to Tennessee State. He a Kappa. Then I see B.O. And I'm like, no. Like, I was like, I think he's an alpha. Yeah, like, let him be. Oh, yeah. So um, I was like, yeah, I know people that are. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say bloody B.O. Um, mm-hmm. I know people that. <laughs> I know people that. Um, went to that school, part of that chapter. Yes. So, what? Like, right. okay, cool. So then we talked. But then. We were like, okay, cool, whenever um, Sean gets here, right, whatever. Yeah. But then we started talking about investing. Right. And it was so great to me. I sort of kind of stepped back and, like, listened to how Tiff talked about, like, investing. Mm-hmm. Like, this Bitcoin. and that and crypto cryptocurrency. Because yeah. you don't, like, black people won, but then, like, women is, yeah. like, a whole nother thing. And to be, like, you know, uh, a stylist, make- yes. makeup artist, you're not thinking that they thinking like that. Hmm. And she was on it. She was like... Oh, you got that kind of coin? Like, you need to let that let go. Let that go yesterday. Oh, you trying to do that? Mm-mm. Yeah, I was I was thoroughly impressed. Yes. And I loved it. Yeah. I loved it because, like, we are and always have been, like, so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, this is just, like, one part of, you know, what she does. It doesn't make up, like, who she is. Who she Come on now. Yeah. And then when Sean came over, then everybody started, mm-hmm. like, started rapping and talking. And then yeah, it was people. so yeah. crazy. Yeah. And he called his big brother, and I was like, "Hey, you, um, you know JB." Mm-hmm. Well, I was telling him about JB, yeah. and then he was like, "Well, let me just call my brother." Right. So we're talking, and he's like, "Yeah, actually, like JB is my neo." Right. And then he's like, "Oh my gosh, that's so crazy." Then the brother was like, "Yo, Sean, JB is the one who 
a, long, a while back really got us into got me into the financial thing, the investments, the right. financial thing. I was like, yes, like that's what JB's like ultimate goal is. I was like, but he transitioned back to Houston with his wife. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Rebecca, I'm like, we grew up together. So he's so the brother was like, Oh yeah, they went to they went back to Houston because that's where Rebecca's from. And I'm like, Yeah, she ran track. And he was like, Yeah, she ran track. So it was just such a crazy moment because one, it continues to proliferate the idea that we can't take your black ass yes. nowhere. My ass. We now this time it was on you, bro. Can't take your black ass nowhere. We can't even take you to your own house. We can't take you to your own house. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I thought that that moment was yeah. was such a that great cool. moment last yeah. night, and I think also because like it was six people, mm-hmm. so it's like very different people, and everybody's like Connected thread of connection to like how do you grow um, the black dollar, black position? Mm-hmm. Like it was just so awesome. And then Dara's brother knew. No, that took that was crazy. Me out. That First was crazy. of all. His memory is hella good. Oh, yeah. Because he typed his shit in and was like... Nah. He said, he said, I think, he was like, I think you're my financial advisor. Mm-hmm. No, I was like, who, not me. <laughs> I ain't advise nobody. I advise a goddamn person. And Darius was like, do 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 And then he was like, no, no, no. He was like, is your last name? Yeah. And I said, what? Now that, now you right. good. Right, that was, no, he was yeah, that was really impressive. That was really because I but I couldn't tell because he connected his shit. his IG, IG handle with his last name. That was crazy, right? And the fact that they, they never met in person though that's the thing that's that, always been over the phone. Over the phone. So, yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was su- cool. that was such a great moment. Um, and actually, uh, he hit me up this morning because we all connected. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo." Like, I love, like, last night, it was, like, such great energy. Like, I love that. I really, really, really want to see that for black people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's continue to build. Oh, I was like, awesome. no, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's perfect. I said, in my head, though, I'm thinking, I was like, Charles is probably the one you should have sent this message to. Yeah. Because I'm probably a bit more anti than, <laughs> like, Charles is, Charles is one. <laughs> Not too co-signing. <laughs> But hey, facts, I'm be, like, yeah, I know your you do gotta know. I'm like, Charles probably, he probably should have had sent this to Charles yeah. because I'm gonna do like a thanks. No, we, no, he hit me up too, so that's cool. No, I am yeah. glad. I am glad. That's yeah, real good stuff. Yeah. Real that's good stuff. The area. They, uh, Morgan Boulevard, so. You know, I don't know yeah. what that means. That's by FedEx Field. Oh, okay. I know what that means. Yeah. yeah. Right, by, right down the road from the Wendy's. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, this. Slots. So, like, so talking crazy. about the past and, like, how it's, like, you know, will catapult people into the future. Yes. I know one thing we really want to talk about. What is one thing we want to talk I know about? We, uh, do we want to jump into it now as far as, you know, deleting your past? Yeah, okay. So, I think this is a perfect segue. So, one thing that I want to do is I want to just kind of introduce them to this format that we're going to, to do today. Cause Which it's is a, not... A my, little bit different. Not my forte and not my idea. So, but we're just going to try it. It's just, so, we're going to have about six or seven topics and it's just going to be called On the Clock. Mm-hmm. So, we'll bring up the topic. Each person will get two minutes of uninterrupted time to speak. When your two minutes is up, it's done. And then... After each two minutes, then we'll have two minutes so we could volley. Yeah, cross. Yes. Okay, you ready? Yeah, so uh, you want to do rock, paper, scissors, or are you going to go first? 
Um, oh, it doesn't matter. You go first. Who's your idea? So okay, perfect. So I will bring up the topic, mm-hmm. and then you get your two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Perfect. All right. And we are now on the clock. All right, here we go. Topic one is build a body. Timer starts now. Shit, so build a body. So I have no problem with people who decide to get elective surgery. What I do have a problem with is when people try to pretend like what they got was naturally built. <laughs> like they've been in the gym, they get surgery, and then all of a sudden they want to act like they've been in the gym. Mm-hmm. Grinds my gears. Second thing that um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of is not like hey first of all shout out your uh your doctor first of all put some love out there let him know hey this person did i have seen people do that though i have seen people actually show and say like yo i got work done i went to va mm-hmm. workable doctor you know boom 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 had two kids try my best to you know get that belly off and it just wasn't working it's certain shit that you just for real for real no matter how hard you work you can't like shrink your own skin you know some shit just gotta get get gone mm-hmm. or whatever but it is what it is. So, but just don't act like you like. And then they want to like accent and like every picture gotta be of uh, that. <laughs> like it's just like, dog. Everybody knows that they ain't yours for real, for real. And then you try to delete all them old pictures of the old you. <sighs> We're doing this. We, we know. I didn't know we was. Doing we know. This. It's like it makes it even more hot though, for real, for real. It makes that shit real hot. Wow. When all of a sudden, I know you've been on social media since Instagram started, wow. but all your pictures only uh, start at 2020. Uh, 20. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, it is what it is, though. Hey, hey, you got it. Do it. You got the. You, hey, you worked hard for your money, so you earned it, okay? You put in them hours with whatever job or whatever to make it. You went down to Brazil or wherever they do it on the low. It's like Mexico. Mexico do everything for the love, for real, for real. <laughs> So, hey, that's why I'm at with it. With some spare time, can I carry that those two minutes over, those two seconds over to my next topic? Hey. Oh, they really had the clock on me. <laughs> <laughs> they really had the clock on me. Okay, you got it on me? Let's go. Okay. So, when it comes to building a body, I don't care if that is the way that people took. I think that to each their own. I find it funny, though, when people try to pass off um, elective surgery as hard work. Um, Like, if you're going to go under the knife, save up your coin, scam your life away to get your 10 racks to get your surgery done, that's what you did. Like, the hustle that it took you to get the money to get it is equally as impressive as the hustle that somebody else took to like manage their diet via the gym. Like it's just it's a, it's a different hustle. Um so I don't have any problem with with building with people who get bodies built. Um but I do think that it's important that we like we're honest. And if you don't want that to be the case, then I think that like that is really deeper than um, than the desire for the body. Like, then it's like, you needed to have money to get a new body and to go see a therapist about your self-image. 
Because if you went and got the body for you, then it shouldn't be a problem with you saying whatever you needed to say. But if you went and got the the body for the world, then that's, to me, is like, there's also another thing that you need. There's another step in that process. But hey, um, I didn't know that we was doing what you was doing. And I uh, am laughing because there's a very clear person. There's actually two. I also think that if you're going to get elective surgery, like, spend the money so it's high quality. And that's time. And that's time. Okay. So now we're going to take, uh, we have a couple minutes to kind of go back and uh, go back and forth. Okay, perfect. So, and go. So, yeah, you said a good thing. I think we definitely want to clear this part up as far as, like, why. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think we can answer why people go about doing it, whether it's, you know what, I tried hard and this, these last folds of skin aren't going anywhere, no matter how many crunches and how many miles I run or mm -hmm. how long I spend on the Peloton, it's not going to, you know, clear that up versus it's something about myself. It's something about the attention I'm not getting with who I am naturally that I think I miss. I mean, because it's hard for me to believe that people would go through that. Because it's not, I mean, honestly, it's a very, like, tough on your body. The recovery is not easy. The post-treatment is not something that, you know, you just can just roll over. Oh, I'm done. After you've gotten it, it's work that has to be done. So, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot that you go through to look the way that you want it to. And so, to me, it's like, wow, you volunteered for this? For something. And a lot of people want to say it's for me. I did it for myself. And I, I'm not 100% convinced, to be honest. I think, that when, I think that sometimes when people say that I did it for myself, that the self part of that is like, because I wanted to look good for people. Or mm -hmm. I wanted to look good for the world. Like, I, I think that, that people, like it is for you, but it's so you can feel good about you, your perception of self to other people. Mm. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm that was good. Yeah, but I think I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna grind and save a bag, like mm -hmm. the reason that Doctor Miami costs a little bit more is because when you see the results of Doctor Miami, oh. they the people look a little bit more. Right. You're not gonna end up on botched. You're not gonna end up on botched. You're not going to end up on botched. Huh? Oh, that was perfect. Perfect. Flawless victory. Oh, speaking of flawless victory. That Mortal Kombat joint. Mortal Kombat. Man. Pick your character now. Mm, I got to go with Sub-Zero. Oh, my God. I was going to say Sub-Zero. I'll let you go with Ice Cold. I'll let you go with Ice Cold, then. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, mm -hmm. I see what you did there. Saw the connection? I did. I, I get see. you. I, I get see. you. Thank you. Oh, man. See, that's the thing. I've only saw, like, the one trailer I saw was in Russian. So, I'm, I'm assuming. Nigga, in Russian? It was Russian, yeah. Was you on the internet? Yeah, it was on, it was on Facebook. Somebody dropped posted that shit on Facebook. No, oh. you could see a non-Russian one. Yeah. We need to get you a non-Russian one. I need to see all the characters that they're going to have so I can figure out, like, who do I think is mm -hmm. going to get to the end. Sub-Zero, like, Sub-Zero, like, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, yeah. like, those kind of characters, like, it's going to be, like, a character that's that is not like a Shiva. Mm -hmm. Like she was like Yeah, she was every it. They yeah. always like figure out a way to like Goro, yeah. Yeah. So no. Nah. I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to go with either 
I like Scorpion though, honestly. Like I saw one drawing, it was an animation one where Scorpion was like one of the main characters and it was pretty good. So Scorpion's always been one of my favorites too. And Reptile, but he's never a main one. So. Yeah. They said that they said that the that the scenes are like Yeah. Finish him. Oh shit. Okay, fantastic. All right. You're up next. What's the next topic? Got you, got you. Okay, yeah, so we're gonna still be on the clock. This two minute thing. So yes. Mmm. Got a lot of fire. Got a lot of fire. So, um, let's go with Alex. I would like to go with <laughs> knowing your role for three hundred. No, knowing your role for three hundred. Okay, two minutes on the clock, and begin. So, know your role. I think this is a very interesting concept, and just for a quick setup. This is coming from the conversation with the girl for Valentine's Day with the different um, days. Like, if you get taken out on a date on the 13th, the 14th, or the 15th. I thought it was funny. Like, of course, you know, there's... That's what... I think that it was um, satirical, obviously, but I think there's certain truths in it. Um... I have a hard time with people that are willing to settle at at all, right? So whether it's like, whether if you are considered the main and so you get taken out on the 14th, but he or she is still entertaining people on the 13th or 15th, like you being the main is like a non sequitur at that point. Like you're an idiot. Like you look dumb as fuck. Whether or not you get the claim on this day, like, Monica had a song, a uh, sideline hoe. She was like, use a hoe, use a hoe, sideline hoe. Um, was he at your house? Like, like what? Like, girl, you sound and look ignorant. Like, you are crazy. And it's so interesting that, like, where people will settle. And, of course, you know, people are going to say, like, you don't know our story and our love. And you're right, I don't. I'm just passing judgment from my position. I think that if you enter into a relationship where the expectation is monogamy, where it's been clearly articulated, where that is what you wanted, and now somebody has you not in that situation, is it easy to leave? No, and I'm never saying that it's easy, but I'm saying that in knowing your role, in knowing your role, I also think you need to know your worth and you need to move on. Mm, good one, good one, good one. It's on you. It's on me. Mm-hmm. You start me off. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. So I think hopefully a lot of people who have accepted this are I don't know. That's why I kind of hope. Like a lot of times I want to give people for a benefit of the doubt thinking, oh, because they made me a priority on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. that there is no person they're entertaining on the 13th or the 15th. That's why I kind of want to hope. But I, that's what you're hoping I, for? I'm hoping for. But I, I didn't think that people are like, oh, I'm priority one. I'm number one. I'm wifey. All these other chicks is sideline chicks and they don't hold a, you know, they don't hold a candle to me, but I know he entertaining them kind of thing because mm. I just know how he is and mm. whatever. That's just or sense. how she is. So I'm not a fan of it. I don't think it's very bright or whatever. It invites toxicity. It accepts it in my opinion. Mm. Um, yeah, I think uh it this is always just is always finicky for me because you see it all the time, you see it a lot. And I think even a lot of guys are okay with being 
second fiddle because it's less responsibility, less accountability, mm. and things like that. So um, it's easier a lot of times. Like you get the best of both worlds, in my opinion, wherein I can get my cookies and I don't really have to really put up with you all the time because that's just not my role. I'm like, I'm there when he get on your nerves. You hit me up kind of thing. Or he too busy working and stuff like that. Because that's another thing I want to talk about. I'm pretty sure people are like, people got to work on Valentine's Day. So, women, if your man really is working and, you know, he can only spend time with you on the 13th or the 15th, this clearly does not apply to you because clearly he's out there making that coin. But if he pretending like he at home just so he – and that's what the person was talking about, like, Sometimes what a guy would do is not spend no time with anybody on the 14th to make sure that none of his joints is upset. So you got to know all the rules and stuff like that. This ain't game I'm dropping. This is a game that she was dropping. So, mm. yeah. Okay. So two minutes for back and forth. First of all, I think that's batshit crazy, right? I think that it's when the game that you play requires that much rules, like, at some point, you have to decide, like, do I want to play that game? Yeah, I mean, it takes too much juggling. I mean, I can't juggle, so, hmm. but some people, they they can't just have one. They right, and I don't, I don't think that there's a problem with, with that, right? There are so many relationships that allow for that. Mm-hmm. I think that it's the responsibility of people to want be honest about what I'm able to provide. Mm-hmm. Like I can't provide monogamy. Right. Yeah. No. I, and I think there are a lot of, a lot of women also say this. A lot of people say this, like I'd rather a guy just be upfront with me about what he's doing and allow me to decide. And a lot of times they'd be like, I'm with it. Like if you tell me you don't want me monogamous, you being safe while you out there doing you, but they, I think what people, what fucks people up is that a lot of times guys can't handle being on the recipient of that. So they want to be the one who got multiple mm-hmm. people, but when it turns around for the girl to do that, the woman to do that, they got a problem with that. Right. I think both of them require a level of self-reflection and honesty, right? Regardless of what role you're playing. Because a lot of guys do not lead, or a lot of people don't lead with that. It comes out and they get caught. Yes. And, you know... I think it's important that you're honest, like that you, that you do not set somebody else up for like failure. It's like, I'm going to tell you that we could be monogamous because I know that's what you want. Yeah. But ultimately in the end, that's going to hurt them. Yeah. I don't think, I think a lot of guys don't feel as though they bring enough to the table for a woman to put up with it. Put up with, niggas have, uh, bitches have put up with less, for less, like the fuck? Trust and believe that. Oh, man. Two makes, minutes go by fast, makes huh? Time, makes it tough. I know. I was looking at the clock like, yeah, I'm going to end with this because I know you don't have like two words. Okay. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, next topics. Um, next topic. 50-50 split. You were on the clock. Ooh. So, 50-50 split. So, this has come up quite a few times. I've seen it all the time on social media where... Mm-hmm. People are saying uh, when it comes to like two people who live together, if you're splitting the rent 50 50, mortgage 50 50, um, you're not partners, you are roommates. <laughs> and normally it's women who are saying this thing. And I have a lot of heartburn on this. I feel as though now, if people are making comparable with the same salary 
and we're both like got this house together. We both got this apartment together. Then I do think that we should be splitting the bills 50-50. Makes no sense for me that we both bring home $4,000 a month, just throwing out a number, and all our bills is $3,000 that I'm, I'm walking away with $1,000 at the end of the month. You still got your $4,000 to buy whatever you want to buy because you're, you're a woman. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's the whole purpose of me fighting, helping you fight for equal pay. Mm. If you're thinking that, oh, I'm not accountable for the same thing because mm. I'm with somebody. like That's not what a relationship is supposed to be about. You're talking about 50-50. Huh. I'm doing all that. Like, I, mean, I just don't get it. Like, I get it. Like, no, I'm, I'm a big... But, but I think, like, honestly, like, I'm more like, hey, if we don't, if we don't make the same amount, then obviously I don't expect that person to come and have to contribute the same amount as I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I don't think that's fair. But like, if I'm a lawyer and you are, I don't want to say teachers because teachers be making uh, money and all lawyers don't ball. But say if I make 50% more than you, mm-hmm. then I do feel as though maybe I should contribute 50% more. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just me being considerate, but... It's just I don't see it. It, is, it ain't happening. And if I get it. a lot of guys feel as though uh, it makes it pumps in their chest. No, bravo. I don't think that's the word, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That oh, I, that makes me a man because oh, I provided for my woman. A lot of times, the people we be um, paying the bills is not even their wife, though. Like that's mm. your girlfriend or somebody that you sleeping with. Perfect. You got me on the clock. There <laughs> you go. Yeah, I um here we go again. Like I totally agree. Like I think that it should be equitable. Like I this sounds like really technical, but it's like you put like if the total is $10,000 a month that you're bringing in and I, you contribute 70% and I contribute 30%, then that's the way that the bill should come out. It's also interesting because the only way that it is 50-50 split is if you continue to keep everything separate. Because if you put everything in the pot, then there is no splitting because it's coming out the same whatever. So it's interesting that people... I, I get, It's very interesting to me when I hear about these topics because I'm always like, okay, so it, the only way that you have this idea of a 50-50 split is if you keep everything separate anyway. So then... Like, is that the kind of mirrors that you have? And then maybe the answer to that maybe yes. But generally, it's like there is no like separateness. Um, that's a whole other topic. Like, do you keep separate accounts um, in a in a marriage? But I think that things should be done equitable. I do have pushback when people say like, "Oh, I bring other things to." the table than like money, right? Like I'm taking care of the house and all of those things. And I'm like, I'm not taking away from that job or that responsibility. What I am saying is that you taking care of the kids and cleaning the house doesn't turn the lights on or it doesn't put the food on the table or it doesn't buy the house cleaning products that you use to clean said house. So, though I respect and certainly understand that that's a necessary part, it, it, it doesn't, like, you can't, like, use that as, like, the thing that mm. matches. 
All right, put two minutes back on the clock for... Boom. Okay, yeah. let's go. Okay, go. So, yeah, I, I think you make a good point. So, I think it depends on the, the, the point in the relationship. Like, if you're dating, I don't expect you to have shared talents. It's just, that's just not right to me, in mm-hmm. my opinion. So, obviously, yeah, you probably would bring your money together, but not necessarily in the same account. So, if you know... The bills are, like you said, $5,000, $10,000 or whatever. Then. But then the question is like, <clears throat> the question then is like, when we're dating, is that the expectation that we're like splitting bills and like dating? That's, I mean, if you're living together, if you're living okay. together, yeah, it seems to be that's the consensus that the person, a lot of women or and men, honestly, believe that it's the man's job to take care of the actual bills. Mm-hmm. Like rent. My whole thing is okay. Before you, before we moved into this apartment together, what was you doing? That's always been my problem. That's what. Yeah. Hopefully, you've been taking care of yourself. Before we moved into this house, this apartment, this whatever. Like, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. But I guess when they when they figure they live with you now, that goes out the window. Right. So one of the things that so one of the things it's like it's not petty, but it's like when I live by myself. It is like drastic. Like I can have an electricity bill for eight dollars. Right. One, I'm just like not at home. <laughs> but never at home. You know what I'm saying? It's like now all of a sudden my electricity bill is a hundred dollars. Right. It's not because of me. Yeah. No, you you did say something though. You did say something as far as like if you're taking care of kids. Like if you're taking care of young kids and in lieu of like daycare, I can see the economic value of that. Yeah. But outside of that, like. That's in my opinion, I can call Claudia to come clean up the house for two hundred dollars every week, and I'm still coming out on top versus steel. And she's gonna do a way better job than you are. I'm just steel. She, she just is. I mean, she could do two hundred dollars a week and a fucking meal prep, and you. I'm still, still better off. Yep. Yeah. Whoo! I know some people gonna got some things to say about that one. Business. All right. Okay. This is two minutes. Is that impression you're on? Uh, uh, on. Uh-huh. All right, so um, I feel like we kind of touched on this one. I don't know if we want to go back over it because we, we kind of did, but it was in a different degree. But we're going to talk about deleting your history. Oh, baby, I'm ready. Erasing your past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Roll with it. I'm on the clock. I've always said this. I'm always going to say it. I don't care if Jesus comes down starts an Instagram, and then deletes it from when he transcended to heaven. I'm going to tell Jesus, it don't make no sense to me. The reason why is because deleting the Instagram history, deleting the pictures of your old body, deleting whatever, does not change the fact that that was a part of your life. Mm. Um, if that's what you need to do, more power to you. Like, I also see that sound like, I need to do this for me, like, you know, seeing my fat self or my thin self or whatever, like, it's too much for me. I don't, it doesn't, I personally am like, it doesn't change. Like, I knew you was fat or I knew you then or I knew what whatever the case may have been. So, I don't know about the deleting your history for me personally. If people want to do it, it's fine. But when people are like, oh, I need to reset, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Like, you can reset without acting like you weren't doing whatever you were doing in 1999. You could reset. Like, people reset their lives all the time. They don't go back any race high school. Right. 
The wonder why your high school yearbook does not change your high school experience. Or the memories that people have of you. Or the memories that you have of high school. Um, But I I mean, again, the other side of it is I certainly understand that people want to reset. And a part of that for some people is like getting that fresh start or clean slate. Moving to another city. Georgia. What's the little... Sorry. But, exactly. Two minutes, nigga. Um... (laughs) But yeah, like I, I would never like you could go back and look at my thing. It's like even relationships. Like I was in those relationships. I was with those people. Like that is that's my life. It doesn't change. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. You had eight more seconds. Yeah, that was it. Cool. I wanted to end on that. That was my life. Deleting it does not change that. All right. And you're on the clock. Boom. So I, I can get in certain situations, like saying, you know, pictures of you drunk and stuff like that on social media, and now you're trying to be professional. I can see why somebody would want to delete those things, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, from, you know, from a, clearly from a professional standpoint, not because, oh, I'm ashamed of what necessarily happened. It can be per- perceived as a different way. I can mm-hmm. see that. Um, I think also what happens is people aren't necessarily proud of the things that they put up with in those relationships. So like whether it's um they just wasn't proud of it. I don't want to really give examples, but they weren't mm-hmm. proud of it. But I also think that, you know, you talk about like, oh, I used to be fat or I used to be skinny and then all of a sudden, boom. I think people who work for certain things are very proud of your point A. Mm-hmm. People yes. who kind of take the shortcut of things don't want to be reminded of it because they didn't necessarily work hard to get to where they are right now. You know, like, I used to be really, really frilled. Darren talks about me all the time. I have no problem showing... I was ugly as shit, too, as a little kid. But... Still mm-hmm. kind of ugly now. But, you know what? I've grown up. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty decent guy, looking guy, or whatever. And I'm okay with seeing an ugly picture of me. Because I'm like, look at me now. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't go get no work done or anything. Like, I didn't have braces. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens. Is a lot of people don't want to see the old them. Because they just, like... I really don't deserve to look the way I do. I hate to say it like that. Like, I didn't work for the way that I did traditionally. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talk about working hourlies and getting your money up to pay for it. But to actually put in that sweat to really get there, a lot of people don't. And they don't want to be reminded of that. Because they want to make it seem like, oh, I worked hard for it. But as far as, like, erasing things like old relationships and things like that, I just, I don't know, I don't know if it's something that, it can also do with the person that they've been with. Like, the person, that, the new person. Like, do they want to see? Hmm. Okay. We're back on the clock together. So, you said the new person that with do, they want to see pictures of the old person. It kind of goes back to, you can't delete the miles off your pussy. Mm-hmm. So, deleting the X from your Instagram does what? It's from your sight, Facebook. Out of sight, out of mind. So, like, th- that idea of, like, oh, your new boyfriend doesn't want to see pictures of you with your old boyfriend. Okay, like, are you getting vaginal rejuvenation? Right. Like, you're getting a uterine imp- a uterine transfer every time you're with a new person? Mm. Like, yeah, I, that is a part of living. Right. Like, if that is big to you, if that's a big part to you, right, like, you want to date a virgin, mm-hmm. then there's somebody out there for you. But, I mean, people could say, but honestly, people could say this about, like, in your house. Mm-hmm. Saying you have a house, you have a house. 
and saying you had pictures up of your ex. Uh-huh. I doubt very seriously once you break up with your ex, are you going to leave pictures of you and your ex hanging on the wall when you start a new family and things of that nature? Right, but I think that's very different because that is like prominent versus like if you have to scroll back 70 through 7,500 posts to see what I was doing eight years ago and I had a picture with somebody who I was in a relationship with. That's on your dumb ass. Maybe people don't want to be like, damn, dog, ain't this your 12th king? Maybe. <laughs> listen, listen. All dynasties fall and new ones rise. This is true. So maybe it was the 12th king. The question is, is are you going to be the last king? Or well, Why is every nigga king? That, that's my problem. <laughs> really? Uh, shit, every nigga is natural kid just because you sucking his dick. Or... Ah. Ah. <laughs> 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 People are going to be upset with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Ooh. These two minutes, boy. These Man, two minutes. Get you right here. Get you. Woo. Okay. Every nigga is not your king just because you're sucking his dick. Woo. All right. Um. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, two minutes. I got you two minutes on the clock. And this topic is, um, I'm just going to call it like dumb shit. But um, oh boy, the latest dumb shit is a uh, Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Two minutes and go. Boom. So Gorilla Girl. Oh my goodness. I have so many problems with that whole situation. <laughs> okay. First of all, okay, the whole Gorilla Glue thing. Okay. Like I've used Gorilla Glue to put chairs back together that broke. I know how strong that shit is. <laughs> I get there's other products that have Gorilla in their name, but do not look the same. Mm-hmm. And she knew. What she was doing. She knew that the old product that she ran out of was not the same product that the one she says. You read the bottle. It tells you exactly what it's used for. And uh-huh. nowhere does it say anything to do with hair or skin. Matter of fact, it tells you not to have contact with skin. So obviously, the person smart enough to know not to. My second thing I have an issue with is the fact that she started to go fund me. I'm a, she started to go fund me. People are donating to it. Even after people have volunteered to help her, second thing is that she went to the hospital. The hospital told them that they could help her. It's going to take 20 hours. She said she didn't want to do it because she didn't want to be away from her kids. But she has like three kids. So at one point or another, when you was having one kid and a second kid, you were away from your kids for at least 48 hours. Like I've never heard anybody who had a kid and went home the next day. Like mm-hmm. you stay in the hospital for a while, second of all. But then you were able to go to California without your kids because TMZ has been following her. People um, bought a car. She only asked for fifteen, like fifteen, like twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. She ended up getting like twenty thousand dollars. Like, mm-hmm. why are y'all still giving her money when all these people have volunteered to help her? Y'all stupid. She mm-hmm. finessed y'all, and then she was bold enough to turn around and start up a business selling shit of her whole ordeal. Like, dog, she's capitalizing on y'all in y'all face, mm-hmm. and everybody's defending her. Like, oh, she's making a come up. Great, I'm all for that. But at the same time, it's the same people who are crying about. A six hundred dollar um, stimulus check. That's but then we get it's people out here being able to fork over. I don't care if it's ten dollars. If you need five hundred dollars, you cannot afford to get nobody ten dollars. Mm. Okay, put me on the clock. Put me on the clock. Put me on the clock, coach. Put, put me in, coach. Put me in. 
Bingo. Um, it's the absolute dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of dumb shit. It is no way on God's green and blue planet with Beyonce's internet that that simple ass lady thought that it was appropriate to use Gorilla Glue for her hair and her edges. It's just no way. Somebody as savvy as she is to now start the GoFundMe, to start a clothing line, to do all these things, if you have that kind of mind, then surely you know that Gorilla Glue is not the way to go. It is sad that that happened to her, right? Like, it's, it is, like, sad. The other thing to me is I think that, like, the power of black people coming together to uh, crowdfund and to support. I don't have a problem with the support. I think that's what we're supposed to do. Like, it's crazy that this bitch has Gorilla Glue in her hair for a month. Also, shout out to the Nigerian doctor, plastic surgeon, that came up with the tools to get the Gorilla Glue out um, of her hair. And, like, that's just amazing. Just, like, black excellence on top of black excellence. But the girl is a fucking idiot. I tell her straight to her face. Like, you're an idiot. Um, I'm cracking up because I do agree that if you begging and, and squeezing and pleading for this stimulus... Um, and you're, you know, donating and buying to this cause. It's like, come on. You got to be smarter about how we use our money. Um, she's a pure, just pure blood idiot. And that's on that. Okay. And we're both on the clock. Definitely an opportunist. Capital opportunist, in my opinion. So I don't know. I don't know if she's an opportunist in that way. I think she is seeing that she has a platform, and like, what do you do when you have your fifteen minutes? You capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she put the gorilla glue in her head four weeks ago, thinking that it would do this. Yeah, I agree. Right. So I agree. I'm I'm not gonna call her opportunist in that way, but I think that like that's what you're supposed to do. That's what fucking Kim Kardashian did. Kim Kardashian had the sex tape. It leaked. And her mom was like, this could go one or two ways. We could just have a sex tape out like so many people did. Or we're going to do what motherfucking Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee did. And boom. Put the website up and at least make the money from it. Yeah. It's um, out there. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to have fucking Gorilla Glue Head mm-hmm. for four weeks, get a coin. Yeah. I, I will say this. Sorry. I will yeah. say this. The GoFundMe, I will say this, because um, the GoFundMe that got put up that people donated to, that money got donated to... Yeah. Um, like, uh, not... But I... Profit. Yeah, thing. but I think it was after the backlash of what everything took place, in my opinion. Because she showed either renting a car or buying a luxury car, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you ask her for $1,200, you have no business renting a car that costs $350 a year uh, or a day, period. Mm-hmm. And let alone, I wouldn't be stunting on it, like, talking about they... I was like, either they donated this to me, not or they gave me VIP treatment, because that still insinuates that I'm paying for this, but they, their service was very good. Like, mm-hmm. and they, she had said, you know what, they really looked out for me, they they donated this a rental car for me, I'm all for it. But, 
That's not how it went. And then again, to take, I understand taking a tragedy and making it profitable. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But it seemed like her priorities was so screwed. She was really quick to get validated on Instagram. She was, um, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should look at the clock. <laughs> you should have just heard I should, yeah. yeah. When you say valid, just to, for clarity, blue, when you say valid, you mean verify, verify the yeah. blue check, yeah. But it was just like, yeah. First thing she was talking about when she got done was, oh, I should have kept my ponytail kind of thing. It's just like, instead of saying thank you first, mm-hmm. she was like, damn, if I had known this, I wouldn't cut my ponytail off. Like, it's just, her priorities were screwed. And she's a daycare provider, which scares me. Yes. All right. All right. Um, okay. You got another topic? I do. We okay. didn't talk about this. Let's go. And I don't know how to exactly how to word it, but um, I don't know if necessarily we got to do two minutes on this. So I really want to like really, really dive into this. But I do like the fact that, you know, getting you an opportunity to talk and not me talking over you. I was struggling a little bit because I know my memory is horrible. And as you were saying things, I want to say things. But I want to talk about toxic. I think like one is overly used. Mm-hmm. And I think it's being misused a lot of time. Um, but it's really with, I think we talked about this before, where we were talking about, um, that's a really pretty girl. I'm sorry, I'm talking to- a break. Michael B. Jordan. You talking about motherfucking Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey. But then, they're, now they're, but then they're talking about him being a simp. They're talking about Russell Wilson being a simp. And then Future being toxic. And just the whole situation being toxic. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Like, let's close out with that, and we could, um, we don't, we can come off the clock. So, I think that the word toxic is overused, but also underidentified. Yeah. I think that it's overused. Like everything is not toxic. However, I think that there are a lot of toxic things that are not identified as such. Mm. Mm. Um, simp. It's so crazy because I just read an article, um, an article about how the word simp has is matriculating its way down to, excuse me, um, trickling down to the vernacular of Generation Z. So like these mm-hmm. kids now, uh, preteens and teens now, and how, and this also comes into like this toxic masculinity thing, mm-hmm. how people are raising boys. In a time where gender fluidity and what is considered masculine or, um, you know, um, gender specific things Mm -hmm. is like as open and free as it's ever been. And so boys are being raised in a time where they're actually like nicer Mm -hmm. than they have ever been Um, in history, generally like as a whole. They don't, boys are being raised where they don't have the same ideas about Mm -hmm what their role is and like what women's role roles are. And so the I this the article was about like this notion of people raising up these kids who are like, you're just a good kid. Right. You're a nice kid. You're a kind kid. And there's this label that because you treat a person or a human being a certain way, then you're labeled a simp. Yeah. And so um yeah, the, this conversation I think is, a, is like perfectly timed because I literally read the article yesterday. Hmm. That was an awful. But yeah, so um, I don't know where to start, honestly, because I'm I, I want to start with Lori Harvey. Well, let's talk about Lori Harvey. First of all, I love her. She is gorgeous. Like I she love, uh, like, and I don't talk about people. You know, like I'm not a person that talks about like how attractive people mm-hmm. are. No, she's really pretty. Absolutely. She yeah. is so pretty. 
The thing that I like about Lori Harvey is that she is so unproblematic. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, literally, the, the thing that people say about her is that she's a serial dater, mm-hmm. right? Like, she's young. That's what you're supposed to do. People do not say that she is like out doing drugs, that she's out mm-hmm. doing blah, blah, blah. The thing about her is like, she dates. She's so powerful, successful men, right? Like, that is her thing. Lori Harvey don't do interviews. Lori Harvey does not. She's not on the the TV. Mm -hmm. She's not, like, doing stunts and tricks. Like, she doesn't do that. She's like, my mom and daddy got money. I don't have to do that. I don't, like, I am a pretty girl. This is the scene that I'm in. This is my lane. Boom. She just does that. Yeah. I love that about her. I, I do, like, love I that, about her. that about her. And I think I think you talked about this before, as far as just the the dynamics, the the idea of how one gender is supposed to act versus the other. Like mm-hmm. Nick Cannon, in my opinion, probably has had more partners, more dated more attractive people than anybody I know in Hollywood. Like mm-hmm. I mean, if you go Google his his resume, it's mm-hmm. it's bananas. Like mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, as as a guff as people want to say. This nigga get bitches though, and I hate I hate to say it like that, but he does. He gets women, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them, and they're all very attractive. I mean, he had Mariah Carey for all like, who's worth like two hundred thirty million dollars, like just no stuff by any minute. But um, I do, I, I do think that women are definitely uh, scrutinized more. We talked about Sierra, and you, like I was I was going down, I was just like I Google. The timeline of Sierra, like she probably dates, but she dates long term also. When I say long term, like like two years, three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, she's like three one, I think now. So um, it's not like, like when she was with Bow Wow, she was with Bow Wow like three years or something like that. Yeah, but she was also like eighteen, yeah, 17, no, I'm 18, saying, 19, but, right? right. But I'm just saying it's not like you're seeing her like lily pad, lily pad, lily pad to guys. She was engaged to the future, so it's like these mm-hmm. are you know he did her wrong, but these were. Like substantial, serious relationships, you know. That she was committed to. Yeah, she was committed to. So you can't knock the fact that the people she was with weren't ready for that. Did exactly. And I think that's what she's being, she's been penalized for that versus looking at the people she was with not being ready for her. Like you can't say she stepped out on them and anything like that. And the same thing with Laura Harvey. It's just. I think that's how it always goes though. I think that when people. I even think about, like, take this in, like, the work perspective. When people know their worth and they refuse to settle because your partner or your job doesn't value you mm-hmm. the way that you deem yourself to be valued, then you're a problem. It's not a problem. Like, you made your decision and now I'm going to make my decision. So you go on and do whatever you're right. going to do, and then I'm going to go on and do what I'm going to do. But it's not problematic because I... Don't value myself mm-hmm. the way that you want choose to value me. Right. And I think that is the issue. It's like it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Like we tried it, it didn't work. We weren't mm. successful. I transitioned, and then you transitioned. Right. But did I try? Yes. But I also am like I'm not willing for to continue Trying like to this. Yeah. So I think that you're not. Correct. Yeah, so I want to talk about Russell Wilson because, again, um, I know he he definitely is very cavalier about how he feels about Sierra and how important she is to him. Despite while other people may feel as though her stock has dropped because of her past, he does. He's clearly unbothered by the fact of who she's dated. 
Um, clearly, she's unbothered by, you know, she could be bothered, oh, you used to be dating white girls. Oh, I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. it's anything that you can judge somebody on and say, oh, you know, you're dumb or, oh, you're loose or you for the streets because of, of your past. So um, it is it's really interesting just to see how, you know, instead of being just very happy for people who seem very happy, mm-hmm. it's it seems like people rather look at every notch of everything that you could complain about. Like, why do you care? Like, why do you care? Instead of just being very happy for these two people. Because misery loves company. Mm, touche. Because misery loves company. That's the thing. People that are happy, they spend time being happy. And want other people to be happy. I think that's key, too. I think happy people love seeing other people happy. Your life is not in order. And so you bring that here. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, this is like one of the things that I've said a lot, particularly um, in my new role. I'm like, y'all are so used to dysfunction mm-hmm. that y'all think function is dysfunction. Because you're so used to dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So now that we're coming in and putting it in order, right. that seems dysfunctional. It's like, no, this shit is dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Nothing about this is orderly. It's all out of order. Um, and so, I think that is also, like, the case. When you are consistently used to abusive relationships, are you consistently used to, used to getting cheated on? Are you consistently used to being shafted? Mm-hmm. Then when you see people that aren't following in that pattern, in that, that, norm, yeah. that mode of operation, right, that's unusual mm-hmm. to you. So, that's you have things to say about it. Something wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah. Or her. Like, for Russell Wilson, it's just like, that nigga's like super unproblematic. Like, what? Yeah. He loves his wife. He wants to have kids with him. He adores his wife. Like, loves his family. His his other son. I do want to talk about this. Goes to fucking work. And like, loves his family. Yeah. I brought up Nick Cannon. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. We talked about Valentine's Day. Yes. Big things happened on Valentine's Day. Yes. He was with both of his people. Both of his people. Yeah. So we we kind of well talk. actually actually he was he's with his girlfriend and mm-hmm. then he was with the the, the, mama. the daughter the the the, the kids mom the, yeah yes and so everybody was going on him about that talking about but then they also want to bring up oh he's supposed to be like so for the culture for the people but then he's doing this sip moves or these that's when the toxic came up also that he's being very toxic on the fact that he has a family multiple families. But yet he's kind of like dibbling, dabbling on the same day with two different women. I think the thing about it comes, if that is the agreement, if you're very forward about that, if that's the agreement that you all have, that is their relationship. I think the big issue was because I think the girlfriend like made a comment about mm-hmm. it. I think that's what it was. Um, because Nick Cannon posted both right. of the things up. Like, Which it wasn't, is. like, a secret. Right. He publicly posted both of the things up. So, I think it's, like, that may be too much. Maybe you and your ex or you and your, you know, baby father, boom, 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 y'all don't have that kind mm-hmm. of uh, relationship. And so, that seems, like, very unusual or out of the ordinary for you. But I think that it comes back to, like, what's the communication? If that works for y'all... Are you okay with it? Then motherfucker, that works. You you like it? I love it. Is if you it like it, I love it. Man, I say that shit all the time. All the time. That shit don't bother me none because I don't give a damn. Mm. First of all, I think Valentine's Day within itself is dumb as fuck. 
all all the holidays. All right? It. It's like now I got to spend all this money on this particular day. I got to go out of my way. Prices done gone up. The same chocolates that today cost me two dollars on here, I got to pay seven ninety nine for them. Cause ain't no shape of a heart. Dumb motherfucker. Will get you. <laughs> so I think coming back to like that, the whole toxic thing is like. There certainly are things that are like hella toxic. Mm-hmm. There are certainly things that just because you don't agree with it doesn't make it toxic. Right. Right. Like if you're into, if you're open and honest about polygamy, mm-hmm. I need some there. It's not toxic. Right. If you are telling somebody that I'm sorry for cheating, I'm sorry for this, we are on the same page about mm-hmm. being in a monogamous relationship, and you continue to do that. That's, that's a problem, a, yeah. right? So I think it's there's certain things that are not toxic, mm-hmm. and there are certain things that are. And I think that a lot of things that we there's not a lot. There are some things that we have just come to terms with generationally as being like okay, like in the black community, like the dad stepping out and having affairs, but as long mm-hmm. as he comes back home, like that's been wrecked. Like we have like normalized right. that. We've normalized things where... But is that toxic, though? Yeah, that shit is toxic okay. as fuck. That shit is absolutely but toxic as is fuck. It, is it not the same that you're saying, though? If I know if you if a child knows that dad is stepping out and mom knows it, if she chooses to stay in that situation... I'm glad that you brought that up. The reason that it's toxic is because they did not get into a marriage right. where that those were the vows. Mm-hmm. But it takes two people to allow... A situation to become a normality, a, a I think theme. I think time is what is what creates the opportunity for People. the normality part. I also think that back in the day is is it's a lot more challenging to uproot your family when you're not the breadwinner. Right, like how do you like make those moves? Right. Certainly fully understanding that. That doesn't mean that it is appropriate or not toxic. No, I agree. I think that there's shifting in time. So women have gained financial independence. They're able to make different moves. I use that as a perfect example be- for me because I'm like, that shit is hella toxic. Mm-hmm. You are doing these things that are outside of what the parameters were for your relationship. It's happened so habitually that like, yes, everybody knows it's not really a secret. Mm-hmm. You have not you are um unintentionally communicating to your kids to your sons like this is how we treat women to your daughters this is how you are how you should be expected to be treated that is what the issue is right um i think that moving forward i also think that that shows up in black families when you have situations where people are being abused um, there's a lot of abuse and that is like not spoken about a lot. Right. On both sides too. I, I want to stress that too, because I watch cheetahs all the time and it seems like it's, as soon as a guy hits it, which a guy shouldn't, nobody should put their hands on anybody, but it's like, they allow it more when the woman is attacking the man or attacking another woman. But when the man gets, you know, upset, whether he's the victim of the cheating or the person who's doing the cheating. Is like kind of like stop immediately, and I think that sends a, a message in itself that it's okay for a woman to be emotional, to allow her emotions to be 
to turn out to be physical mm-hmm. is like is accepted. Like, yeah. And as a man, you're just supposed to to accept it, like yeah. tolerate it because oh, she's you're stronger than her, you can handle it. But it's a lot of people who are you know physically and emotionally abused on both sides of the line. In all of my relationships, that to me is like a huge deal breaker. Absolutely. Who who are you yelling at? Like that's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like I immediately will be like, "All right, that's okay." Arigato. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I am absolutely not doing that. Yeah. You have to have. Yeah. I'm not saying that you shouldn't that you can't be emotional, right? But there's certainly a line. Mm-hmm. Like there's certainly a line, like where you have to realize, like, oh, am I loud? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm loud, but now I'm screaming. Yeah. Now I'm belligerent. Now I'm like no. Mm-hmm. Now I'm yoking you up in yeah. You, it's like nah, mm-hmm. like and, and I think that that is like a great example of like, okay, you show me. Mm-hmm. I've been very clear about what my expectation is. That's not going to continue to happen. Peace. Right. The other thing you talked about physical abuse. I was talking about like sexual and emotional and mm-hmm. mental abuse that happens like in like with children mm-hmm. in black communities, right? Where. Those things happen. People know that uncle such and such mm-hmm. is touching and doing mm-hmm. things that are inappropriate. But we still force our kids to like come around and be the family. Oh, get, go give Uncle Bobby or go give Aunt da da da. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that's just toxic as fuck. Yeah. And we don't have those kind of conversations. That when I say that there are to- the word toxic is used for everything, mm-hmm. but it's also like underutilized because we don't address and acknowledge those like these things happening. Yeah. The um, like that shit is like mental abuse. Mm-hmm. Like we joke about, like people joke about, like oh, did you which stick did you like have to go like pick, pick to get a whooping? Yeah. That shit is absolutely fucking bananas crazy. and yeah. crazy. Like that's just like no. Like right. are you out of your mind? What belt did you? Yeah. Like what things did your parents beat you with? Kind of thing. Like that is traumatic. Yeah. That is a traumatic experience. That is no different. Than slavery and overseers. Yeah. It's like no different than that. No different. And we, like, that shit is toxic mm-hmm. as fuck. For you to sit up here and I am not judging how people were raised. I'm simply naming. That shit is toxic. Beating the fuck out of somebody with the extension cord, shit is hella right. crazy. It goes from, dis- it goes away from discipline to, oh, I'm angry. You know, yeah. there's a huge difference between the two. Absolutely. You're coming, absolutely. Your emotions are leading that. Yes. You embarrassing me when you go to school yes. and act up. Yes. It has nothing to do with your actions right. per se. It's because like your school had to the other thing out. is, if people only had to whoop somebody one time, mm-hmm. then okay, it's effective. If you're whooping my ass every week, every yeah, that's the in, that's ineffective. Mm-hmm. It's like ineffective. Ineffective. So I think and like yeah, I think it lacks it lacks the ability to. I don't want to say it lacks the ability to parent, but it lacks the ability to be creative also because it's just. That's just how I was raised, and they assume because they think they came out right mm-hmm. that it worked. And but that's were, yeah, and that's toxic. Yes, that's no, it, like exactly what happens. Like toxic shit poisons shit. So it's like that is toxic. Like your mother making you go or your granny, and I'm gonna say it. Fuck your granny. Mm-hmm. Your granny is trash. If she went and told you to pick a branch and she beat your ass right. with it, so now it I'll tell branch. you and your granny that. Right. And it goes from branch now to, oh, go pick the belt you want. Right. You know, or the shoe you want. Or get the extension cord right. or the whatever. And, like, that's what I'm saying. I love your granny, mm-hmm. but your granny is trash. 
Like, that is, like, a terrible yeah. move. Like, I love my granny. That is trash. Like, my granny did it. Like, you trash for that. Mm-hmm. Like, your granny being your granny doesn't absolve your granny from the wrong thing she did, yeah. And I get it, but that's what I like to say. I'm like, because what your granny learned and what your granny passed to your parents, what your parents learned and they passed to you, and what mm-hmm. you're learning, you passed that, that is what toxic... That is the power of a toxic choice. That's what poison does. Mm-hmm. It poisons. You eat the poisonous fish, you become poison. Mm-hmm. No the poison know, doesn't yeah. stop at the fish. If you get introduced mm-hmm. to that, now you the have disease. some... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that is, I think, what we need to do um, like a better job. I think also like we need to do a better job of like minding our business. I think mm. social media has done... Mm. I love social media and... and how quickly information is able to get disseminated. And wrong information. But I also think that because information is able to get disseminated so mm-hmm. quickly and so pervasively, um, and it gives people access that they've never had before, that's not your motherfucking business. Right. Because 20 years ago, you maybe have known of half the people that Lloyd Harvey dated. Right. Absolutely. But Good point. people date. That's what mm-hmm. you're supposed to do in your mid-20s. You're supposed to do that in the mid-20s. And we also are making this huge leap. And I'm not saying that she is or is not smashing. But what I'm saying is, like, there hasn't been sex tapes of her with every person she's dated. Facts. So, unless we, you're with them, like, I know people that date a lot mm-hmm. and have do, do not have sex so, with all the people. Right. Like, I know for sure people that on a date tonight, mm-hmm. be on a date, shit, do two dates a night. Mm. Cause I've received food. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but that doesn't mean yeah. that we're sleeping yeah, with clearly, everybody. Yeah, like, right. That's what no, happens. Like that's point. a part of date of dating. But we also project. Yeah. We also project, and I think a little bit of Lori Harveyness is also because the niggas that she with is mm-hmm. niggas that bitches want to be with. Right. Yeah. Or yes, yes, yes. There's a there's a tinge of hate. It is. It's a tinge of hate. It's a lot of hate. I the hate. only the only thing that she did that I said that I didn't like mm-hmm. was the fucking Justin to Diddy situation. Oh yes. Now yes, I yes. don't know, and I'm per- I don't know the full mm-hmm. situation of it. I know for sure that she was dating Justin for sure. And then there was some pictures of her out with, with Diddy, Diddy right. that looked like very intimate. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't get behind that. I'm sorry. It's just yeah. I just can't. I can't. Yeah. And that was right after the situation with Kim. That was mm-hmm. right after like Kim Porter had passed. Yeah. So um no, yeah, that, that's the, yeah, you're right. That's the right. only move that that was like the shaky. I was like, yikes. Shake it. Yeah. yeah. Shake it. <laughs> but yeah, I love her. Yeah. And um I like Mike. I like Michael. I, I like, like Michael like Jordan too. Like you know he used to do, he they talked about like him not dating black girls. Yeah. Would but you, you know, when you got a black girl that don't look black, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother conversation. Ooh-wee. You know, everybody love an exotic bitch. Ooh, up, uh, mm. peanut gallery. Nothing. Nothing. Because, yeah, there was a thing about that. And he said, he was like, I never said that I don't right. date black girls. It's like, no, you never said you don't date black girls. You just <laughs> never dated black girls. You don't have to say I don't date black girls. We see the girls that you date. They're not black. Mm-hmm. But the other thing was, like, he said, like, I love you or something like that. And I was like, damn, y'all just started talking, like, last night. She bad. Oh, she is. Yeah, she is bad. <laughs> That's right. But 
But no, like you said though, you don't know, we don't know how long they've been talking before they mm-hmm. popped up on the island and stuff like that. Also, yes, we do. We do. Yes, y'all do. Paparazzi don't play those kind of games. They might have been talking on the phone. Fuck out of here. Facetime. Me. Teams. I mean, they might have been on teams. I mean, definitely, they probably definitely had that. But when you have that kind of, when you have that kind of access, yeah. I, first of all, I don't have Michael B. Jordan's ac- access, mm-hmm. nigga. I'm on planes two, three times a week, nigga. Like, let's like to be honest about it. I don't have the level of access that Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan has. I went to New Orleans to give one of my bestest friends a fucking Kamala Harris shirt because she's an AKA. I was like, cool. I'm mm-hmm. flying out there. Nigga, we're not FaceTiming and right. teams chatting. <laughs> Bitch, I can fly your ass out on a private right. plane. Like, we're not doing that. So, okay, let's talk about courting, though. Okay, I know we uh-huh. talked about this. And the reason why I was saying because a person brought up, I think either it was Valentine's Day that he did this, but he ran, apparently she loves turtles. Yeah, she ran it out. He ran, he ran out, out, out of aquarium. Court, right. And people were like, it was so nice. It, it's the simple things. This is what a woman had tweeted. Like, it's the simple things. Like, you see what Michael B. Jordan did. He ran out of. He ran out of uh, <laughs> uh, aquarium, so she likes turtles. Yeah. So like, I think, I think, I think that what the lady was saying was, he knows that she likes turtles, so he ran out of aquarium where like turtles swim around. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that renting out an aquarium is simple for regular people. Right. But when you think about like, he didn't gift her a Bentley. Mm-hmm. He didn't get her a Rolex. He created an experience, right? right? Like, you love turtles. Like, he calls a turtle. Mm-hmm. It's a cute little nickname. So, he rents out an aquarium where they're going to have a nice dinner with beautiful flowers, and the turtles are going to be swimming around. Mm-hmm. I think it's like that. I think that it's, it's like... A thought, not necessarily yeah. the means in which he had to do these do it. So, Iman... Um, the means at the end, yeah. Iman um, and Tiana Taylor. So, you know, he plays in the NBA, so he's, like, traveling whatever. Mm-hmm. So for Valentine's Day, what he did was he rented out a movie theater and he pl- had the movie theater play like her five favorite movies. And if you saw, they did a Vogue magazine. They did a Vogue interview no, where that. they interviewed each other. First of all, he knows that girl like the back of his hand. Like, I do remember that. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. And, and he, you know what I'm talking about? And he and they he was like, what's your favorite? What's her favorite movie? Mm-hmm. And so Tiana was like, just one? Right. And so he was like, uh, he, she was like, name the first one and we'll give you a bonus. So it was Pretty pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. He nailed that. And then the next one was like, uh, oh, Sex in the City. And she was like, okay, what's my next one? Because she was like, I have like five all-time mm-hmm. favorites. And he hit all of these, oh, right? Yeah. So he wasn't there for Valentine's Day. So he got like, he rented out the movie theater. He had like all five of those movies played back to back to back. He had, like, her favorite food, like, mm-hmm. there. He had, like, the flowers. He had, like, video messages for each of the, for her and the two girls. Like, we could rent out a movie theater right now. Mm-hmm. Like, movie theater rent out is not yeah. expensive. It's that, like, knowing that I'm away and these are your favorite things mm-hmm. and these movies are about, like, love and, and baps. And, like, this is the thing, right? right? Is that mm-hmm. that's the thing? Like now, you can rent out a movie theater. I'm not gonna pay the money. Like the thing on the inside. I mean, mm-hmm. they had the the flowers. Mm-hmm. First of all, flowers are hell of expensive. Right. Like he, they had these giant bouquets of like these red roses. 
Like, no, I'm not pay- paying twenty thousand dollars for red roses. Them hoes is gonna die tomorrow. Right. And we we don't need five thousand of them. But it's those Th- that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that what happens is like you see those things and you see like, damn, I can't do that. And so it's just like, I'm just gonna just do this little thing right here and hopefully it means something. And I think some a lot of people it would. Just like when I sent you that video and a little girl who told me she was a throat coat and none of her niggas get her nothing and she just want to sign. She just want to sign. Even though she talked about plural niggas, which bothered me and her <laughs> nails wasn't done, which is part of reflective of a lot of other things that's going on in her life. Hence. Like, yeah. But I also think, like, that's it. Like, if you're basing why you should get stuff off being throat goat, right. that's it. That's the issue. They see you as throat goat. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, and they know they're not the only one who getting the uh, the throat goat treatment. Right, like you throat goat, you throat goat doesn't get Valentine's. Right, wife gets Valentine's, turtle gets Valentine's, not mm-hmm. throat goat. Facts. Yeah, I, I think like it's when I see comments like that, I like to like like let's chop this down for like regular mm-hmm. people, like for. That level, that is very simple. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, yeah. For Valentine's Day to like say like, okay, I'm gonna let's rent out this part mm-hmm. of the aquarium, like rent out the uh, aquarium, have dinner. That is that is very simple right. and like cool. We're gonna go out. We're gonna come to this aquarium. It's just gonna be me. You will have like the chef come out. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. That is the little things. Right. It's not the like. The cars, mm-hmm. the this, that, that's flashy. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But I think also, it depends on the person you're with. I think a person who appreciates the more thought behind it, then there's other people who's like, oh, what can I put on Instagram to, to, to show that, oh, how much they love me kind of thing, you know? I mean, obviously, those two things you clearly could stunt on, but, yes. you know, a lot of things oh. that the nine to five, oh. you know, middle class, lower middle class, But I also think, right, so it's like, the moments that really mean something is not on Instagram. I would agree. Like, all we saw from that dinner was like a five-second video of like the aquarium, Mm -hmm. the table in the middle, and the flowers. You didn't see the conversation. Right. That is the thing. The time, like, Mm -hmm. that is the thing. You see the long-lens paparazzi photos of them Mm -hmm. on the yacht. It's the time on the yacht. That's the thing. What they was talking about on the little school board thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. This was good. This was. was good. You got anything else for me? No. I think we hit all the marks. We we definitely hit all the marks. Ooh. I forgot them. I forgot them, guys. Was the money good? Was them bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did you 